welcome to this week's sermon from C3 Church Narara. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Ruth Browning. For more information or to contact us, visit c3church.narara.net. Praise God. Thank you, Father, for your anointing. Father, thank you for your presence. Thank you for your love over everyone here, Lord God. Father, give us today our daily bread. Lord, I pray that you would speak to us and you would fill us with your food and your word, that we would be full and satisfied and ready for action. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless God. Have a seat. Thank you, Musos. Praise the Lord. Great to be in church. Simon Harrison, I've got a word for you. I've been thinking about you all week. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Come here. Praise God. Just, be, just praise God. Thank you, Lord, for this man of God that you have your hand upon. And Simon, I just feel the pleasure of God upon you. He is smiling at you and your smile is brighter for that. And that's because you have passed tests. You have come through. You have come through the tests that I ordained, says the Lord. You have come through tests that I arranged. There's no way any man could arrange what I arranged for you to go through. And it was no, it was no accident of men or people mucking up or, you know, being people. It, that, not at all. I arranged the whole thing. I arranged it all. And it is no reflection on people around, but it is a reflection on me allowing these things because I'm not looking for schmick organisation. I'm looking for a holy man of God. And that's what you have become. That's the test you've walked through. You have, become, you've stepped into a new place of understanding, a new place of wisdom, and more importantly, a new place of holiness. You're seeing, you understand things in a new way. And man can call you what he wants to call you, but I now call you an elder and pillar of this church and you will carry weight and you will understand things and you'll be a blessing to those around you now really more than ever before because you're moving up a level and you are moving into a place of maturity and not all Christians go to that place but you have 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 come through and you've checked your attitudes and you've been beautiful in God and you are an elder and 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 a pillar in this church and a blessing to this church. And you need to know that now. You have so much to give, so much. You, you, the interesting thing is now that you are in a, a more anointed place, you will bring greater administrations. You will bring greater giftings of so that the church runs smoother and that there are more finances. And all those things that you always wanted will come now from this position of anointing and this position of authority. Now you don't have to work so hard for it. You speak it, you see it, you pray it, and you you see the very things that you worked and strived for but were frustrated in. Those very things come now because you have come through into a position where you can release them in the spirit realm where everything happens. So be blessed. Be blessed, says the Most High. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. God is good. We are speaking at the moment about going and shining. Go, go is our theme at the moment 
and I'm going to talk about going and shining. And so I asked Erin to paint something of light and shining. Beautiful. I love it. I think I might steal one and put it. <laughs> I love having art on my walls that reflects, especially from people I love. Such a blessing. God is light. God is light. God is love, but he is light. He says, it says in the word, this is the message we heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. I don't think we have any conception of what that means, of what it is to be light, of of how God is light, of the very qualities of light. We know that now, we know that light brings life. We've understand a little of photosynthesis and all that thing, that stuff. But it's just so good to think that God is completely and absolutely holy, completely and totally fair, 100% just and full of love. There's no shadow. There's no hint of shadow. There's no hint of cruelty or, or lording it over us or being difficult or distant or anything like that. He's only light. He's only good. Only. There's no hint of shadow. He's totally, totally glorious, totally amazing, totally beautiful, so beautiful that we can't look at him in this, this, this body. This body can't cope. We have to die to really see him because he'll have to give us his new bodies. These bodies just couldn't cope with the glory. And so Jesus came and Jesus is the exact image of God. And so, of course, Jesus is light, Jesus is light. Jesus spoke to them and just said, I am the light of the world. (laughs) Imagine, I'm the light of the world. I love it. It's true. It's so simple and completely true and completely bold. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but in the light of life. In him was life and the life was the light of men. And so again, we have this marvellous mystery that he is life and he is light and he's the light of the world and if we're in him we have life in him and we have light in him and so as Christians we have been chosen to come over into this place of light we have been called out of the darkness and into him and so we're called to have to be partakers of this light we are God's special possession he called us out of darkness into his wonderful light you are children of light and children of the day we are children now of this light and I always sort of I guess I always sort of like we're a little bit like the moon you know God's the sun and we're the moon and we reflect his glory and that's very true the more time you spend with him the more we reflect his glory and his light but it's more than that it's more because his life is inside of us and he is inside of us so his light is in us as well we don't just reflect, we, we burn, we, we produce light because we have his light in us. And so we, this flame is in us. So it's just this whole exciting concept of light and I love it so much. I've been thinking about it all week. And Simon, both. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> He's a brother, I love him. Love them both. So... Very exciting, but the world, look at the, look at the world. Meanwhile, the, the earth is in darkness. There is sin, despair, ugliness, hatred, gossip, murder, suicide, pride, fights, rebellion, unfaithfulness. You know, I mean, you name it. The world is in darkness. And, and look what it says. It says, the Bible says, Isaiah 60 verse 2, darkness covers the earth. 
and thick darkness is over the peoples. Darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the people. There is darkness in their souls. There is the darkness of ignorance, of impurity, of sorrow, and finally and ultimately the darkness of death and everlasting death. It's a terrible darkness. Even though we might not see it sometimes on the sunny central coast, you know, and everyone's having a good time and we're not, we're not too poor and we can go to the beach, you only have to scratch the surface of people, of your neighbours, of anybody to, to find the darkness, to find the, the ugliness. But we are the light. And so all of that is my introduction because God has called us to rise up and shine to go out there and, and shine in this dark world. And so that I wanted to start with God and Jesus because we can't shine unless we're, we're in him. We have to stay right. We have to stay in the light. We have to stay bright. We have to stay in him. That's the light. If we move away from God, we grow dim. So there's no point me telling you to go out and shine if you're not first being lit up on the inside and, and, and seeing him and being with him and praying and being in church and reading the Bible and doing all that stuff. You've got to have that shining on the inside. You've got to be with him. So that's the beginning. That's the beginning of my message. And I'm not really going to go into all that above. But he says, he says to us, Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Are you rising up? Are you? Are you becoming brighter? This is a question we need to ask ourselves. Has the Lord risen upon us? Have you, have, I mean, you know, like if you ever go and see the sunrise, you know, you know, it's, it's something that you've really got to do, isn't it? You've got to wake up early, go to a good spot and see the sun. It's not... you. It's like, wow, I, I know that I've seen the sun rise this morning. If you've ever if you heard it, I'm sure you've all done it once or twice, and you know you've seen it. And you know if the Lord has risen upon you because he is ever brighter than the sun. And you know when, when he, his light has been, has been oh, revealed to you. you. The light of God. And, and in so many ways we see that light revealed. Some of us it's... It's a simple, it's a slow rising like the sunrise and others it's a flash of light like Paul and, and all different ways. I, I know it was for me, I saw the light. I literally saw the light when I repented. I, a great light came out of heaven. It was whew, fell all around me. So you, we're all, we all have different revelations of that light. So you need to know that the light has risen upon you and if you don't know that for an absolute fact that you have seen the light, you need to get right. You need to get that because it's so easy to open your heart and your life to the, right, to the light. If you feel that darkness is inside of you and darkness is overwhelming the light, something's wrong. Because light always wins. Light is always brighter than darkness. Always. So come, come and let me pray for you and let's pray and, and be determined that you will not allow darkness in your life. One more minute. Not one more day when you can be walking in the light of his glory and his love and his goodness. Light. So much better than darkness. Come on. Come on. Come and, come and talk to anyone. If you don't want to talk to me, talk to anyone here and say, I need that light. I don't feel it. So 
Then we are called to go and shine. And this is, this is really what my message is. You are the salt of the earth, Matthew 5.13. You are the salt of the earth. If the salt loses its flavour, how can it be seasoned again? It's good for nothing. Just throw it out, trample it underfoot. Not us. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they put a light nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket or a bushel, as they used to say, but on a lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So the first element of shining for Jesus and being excited about this wonderful calling that we have to shine, what, what fun, it's so fun, is to go. The Bible says, go into all the world. Here they put it in a slightly different way of, of put it up on a lampstand. If you're just hiding at home all the time, no one's going to see your light. If you get on the train and you're like this with your... No one can see you. If you go to the shops and you're just like... Fine, got to go. You've got to, you've got to sort of actually decide to shine. You don't shine unless you kind of switch it on. And I'm encouraging you, and it takes a bit of time to shine <laughs> because it's, I don't know, it's just, you, you, you've got to sort of, you've got to go there. And let me encourage you, God has given you that time. God's given you all time. He's given you 24 hours a day. It's all the time you need to obey God. Never, ever say, I don't have time to do that. It's like, whose time do you think it is? It's not your time. It's his time. You use your time wisely. You have perfect time for everything. That's the way it works. If he tells you to shine, you've got time to shine. He'll show you the time. So don't ever, the, the Bible says there's a time for everything under the heavens. And people say to me, I don't have time. I, or, you know what I think? I just think, well, you're not walking in the Holy Spirit because he's giving you time. It's his time. You've got time. You may be spending too much time on something else. Find the time. So, I mean, you just got to find the time. I went to Erin Affair. I'm, whenever I preach, I think, I've got to do it. I do do it all the time, but, you know, I really make an effort. So I'm just going to Erin Affair going, I just want to witness someone and get them born again. You know, like, you know, ever get like that when you go to the shops? So I'm going to Erin Affair just like, ah. I had chores to do as well, but I'm mainly just like, I just want to see someone. So I had to get something fixed at Mr. Minute. So I go to Mr. Minute and I'm just like, just gleaming at him with joy and shiningness, just like, hi, can you fix this for me? And he's like, sure. And I'm kind of just like waiting for something to happen. Like, how can I turn this into a spiritual event? You know, like I'm so, so keen. And he's just looking at me, fixing the thing. He says, it won't take long, so he's fixing away. And then, and then he gives it back to you. I mean, there just wasn't an opening. You know, you can't, you don't just kind of jump on people. You've got to be, you know, I just, I just, loved him really I was just nice but you've got to be wise I'm not talking about jumping on people all right like some people are a little bit too you know enthusiastic in this most of us probably a little bit under enthusiastic but you've got to just kind of you've got to flow with the Holy Spirit you know just just flow even if you're just beautiful to someone it's still good because they still get a little taste they go what was that what was that I, I like that why, why we? anyway he obviously liked it because because then I said oh great so how much is that and he goes you can just have it for free. And I just went, well, wow. And then I'm trying to, still trying to say something spiritual. Like, I, I didn't know what to say. I just said, well, you're a kind man. That's very generous of you. And he goes, 
great, you know, so, so that was that, you know, I mean, I got it for free, so that worked, <laughs> you know, you can't argue with that, can you? So then I, um, so then I'm still walking around and then I bumped into a friend I've played hockey with, so I went, oh, praise the Lord, so, you know, so she goes, hey, Ruth, how are you going, oh, hi, chat, 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 so I just spent some time just loving her and chatting and that was good, you know, I didn't lead it to the Lord right there and then, but we just had a nice chat, so that was good. So, you know, you've just got to be ready to love people and shine and be led by the Holy Spirit in however he wants you to do it. So what, you, there's, there's opportunity. You've got to take it. Is it, a, is it to pray for someone? We get this movie. They, you know, um, that church particularly focuses on praying and getting miracles out in the street. And we do that. We've done that. I've done that. Sometimes I just feel to pray for someone. And it's, it's kind of horrible in a way because I'm not naturally... You know, I mean, I, I don't. Is anyone really naturally just want to pray for someone in the street? I don't know. Maybe Harriet, but <laughs> Harriet is always praying. A lot of pe- Harriet leads a lot of people to the Lord. You need to know that they might not all be in this church, but I'm telling you, there's people getting saved all the time in this church, and we just just all over the place. But you know, sometimes someone will go, "Oh, I just got a really sore thing. It's really sore," and you just you feel like the Holy Spirit says, "Pray for them," and you go, oh, 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 "You know," and you can obey or disobey. You, you get the vibe. You get a sense of what he wants you to do. So you've got to decide and you've got to, am I going to obey? And say, look, can I pray for you? And, and it's amazing when you obey God. Often they go, oh, yeah, that'd be great. You go, oh, that was easy. So we've just got to be ready for what the Holy Spirit, is he, is he asking us to just love someone? Is he asking us to pray for the sick? Is he asking us to, to just bring that conversation? You know, sometimes the conversation, you can, just, you can just work it a little bit. You just kind of push it towards and it opens up. And you go through and other times you push it and it doesn't go there. So you've got to just be aware of the Holy Spirit, follow the Holy Spirit. I, I, um, and you've got to get out there. So Keelan's feeding the goats in someone's home. In, we, we've, got a, <laughs> we've got a place nearby us and the guy's got goats and chickens and all sorts of things. So he's feeding them. So I said, well, he, I drove him up there one day. And then, you know, I just want to sit in the car. I don't want to get out of the car. Who wants to get out of the car? Do you know what I mean? You just don't want to go sometimes. It's sort of this inertia. But I just go, come on, Ruth, get out of the car. Go and look at the goats. So I get out of the car and go and look at the goats. And the old granddad's there, but he can't, he can't feed the goats. That's why he's there and we're feeding the goats at the moment. So I get out and he just comes out and he just wants to talk. I mean, he, I just, and I just loved him. And he's talking away. He knows everything about Israel. It's really cute. You know, he's been there forever. And so he's telling me all the history and all the stuff that happened and all the the local gossip and everything. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And I'm looking at him and I'm just thinking, God loves you. He loves you so much. This funny old guy, you know, God just loves him and I'm just loving him. I'm listening to him and I'm so fascinated in what he has to say, like genuinely, not faking it. But I could tell he was enjoying it and I'm just loving him and and again, looking for an opening. (laughs) And he told me his name, but then I forgot it. So I said, what was your name again? And he goes, John. I go, I love the name John. I said, do you know what John means? It's my little little opening there. Go for name meanings. And he goes, no. I go, John means that the Lord is gracious and merciful. And he just sort of goes, oh. Like, (laughs) I thought we were talking about goats, but (laughs) you could see his face just go, where did that come from? (laughs) But anyway, and he just went, yeah, you, you want to see my well? And I went, 
Yeah, all right. That's honestly that's where we went. We went from the Lord is merciful and gracious. Do you want to see my well? And the well, the well was actually just on a side note was really freaky. He got this well drilled into his land, and it he said he told us how deep it is. It's double the length of that the bridge on the way to Sydney. And he goes, yeah, listen, listen to it. And we drop a rock down. It just went forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And then and hit the water. I'm just like, whoa. It was so really full on. But anyway, that's another story. So just feel the Lord's love for people. No private jokes. Come on. What's going on here? Is this Simon? Is it Martin? <sighs> How do I control them? And it's always, it's the front row, isn't it? You'd think it'd be the back row, but here it's often the front row. Anyway, so praise the Lord. Look, just don't shut down in fear. Don't, don't put your light under a basket. Don't pull back. Be, be out there. Be bold. Look for opportunities. Look for what God is doing. It's fun. Someone said to me they had a revelation about fishermen. Because we're fishers as well. There's a lot of different analogies here. But and they say, you know, fish, people that fish enjoy fishing, especially if it's recreational fishing. They do it because they enjoy it. We, we love it. We love to shine. We love to do this. It's fun. It really is fun. It's exciting to work with the Holy Spirit. But more importantly than how it is for us, it's vital for them. People are living in darkness. So this is my next point is to beware of the darkness be aware that the darkness is treacherous and don't allow yourself to be pulled into this darkness because that's a danger. So uh, as you know, a couple of weekends away ago, I went away for a weekend with some of my hockey friends and we played in the Masters competition for indoor hockey. And I really, really do this to go away and be with non-Christians and love them and be with the world. That's why I do it. I really don't need to play that much hockey. It's, it's fun-ish. But... Um, I just go to do this and it's just, I'm just blown away by being with people of the world. I don't do it very much. You know, I hang out with all you guys and I go out there and I mean actually living with them, you know. It's just everything about it fascinates me. I'm just like, they were going on and on about that night. They're going, we played hockey and then we're going to a restaurant and then uh, so, so I think we'll, we'll, we'll just walk to the restaurant. I'm thinking, what? We, we can walk to the restaurant, not very far. Probably half an hour. Not, it won't take us long. And then we can just walk back. Someone says, oh, well, we could get a cab. And I'm like, what? What? I'm sitting there going, what? What? I've just played hockey all day. I'm not walking to the restaurant. I said, I don't want to walk to the restaurant. Why don't we just drive the car? We've got a car. Let's drive the car. And they're like, no. I'm like, well, I, I, well I'm not walking. I'm driving. Well, there's no way I'm walking to the I'm not. And then what? We walk home afterwards? So what? We've been playing hockey. Why do you guys want to walk? And they're like, and then I couldn't figure it out. And then someone suddenly... <laughs> See, you're laughing at me. I did not understand what was going on. I couldn't, I'm like, what's wrong with you girls? We're not walking. And then they finally go, well, you know, someone's, I mean, you know, if we have a couple of drinks, you know, who's going to drive? I went, oh, you mean you need someone to drive who hasn't had alcohol so they don't get booked by the police? And they're like, yes, Ruth. And I'm like, oh, oh, well, I'll do that. I'll drive. And they went, oh, really? You, you don't mind driving? I went, no. What? You mean like I, I, I could got a whole night without alcohol? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, think I can manage. Like, what is wrong with the world? Seriously. No, seriously. Seriously. This is so freaky. You can't go out a night without drinking? I mean, this is just bizarre. I just think, 
What is wrong with you people? Is alcohol so very important that you have to rearrange your entire evenings about how you can drink? Please, 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 please do not be like that. If you need to drink alcohol every night, stop it. It's ridiculous. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the light. We have God. We don't need to fill ourselves with alcohol every time we go. I I was just like in shock. Honestly, I just thought, this is ridiculous. Just don't be like that. We are people of God. Be filled with the Spirit of God. We don't need alcohol. And if you have a problem with it, stop it forever. Forever. It's not a big deal. Okay? It's just alcohol. I mean, you know, it's fine to drink occasionally, but really. Anyway, so then I say, okay, well, I'll drive. And so then I'm getting phone calls because we started off with just a normal size car and the car is just getting bigger and bigger. In the end, I was practically driving a truck, honestly. They said, can you drive? It's a seven-seater sort of big thing. And I go... Yes, I can drive that. So I'm, I drove this monstrous thing to the, to the restaurant with all the girls shoved in the back. And then I'm there and then I had to, I'm not even kidding, I had to do trips backwards and forwards because then I'm like, I'll just drive you. Do you want to go now? They go, I want to go now. I'll drive you back. But what about us? I'll come back. So I'm just like, mm, mm, mm. I'm like the taxi, but I don't care. Who cares? So crazy. So don't get caught up in the world because... You know, you've got to, we've got to be the light. We've got to be the light of the world. And then when we were at the pub, you know, the, the dancing on the dance floor. I'm, I'm just like, I, I, just, I, I just said to the Lord, what? what um, no. It's very, it was, it, was a, it was an abomination. That's what it was. I'm not joking. That's the word that the Bible uses. And so I'm like, I'm like to the Holy Spirit, God, what do I do here? And, the, and God said to me, this is what he said, don't look, don't discuss, don't engage in any way at all. Just nothing. That's what he said to me. Don't look, don't discuss it. Because, you know, there's, you can sort of like, yeah, you know, join in a bit. Like, hey, I'm, you know, ha You can join in, a little bit of a discussion, a little bit of a, someone says something, like, ha you know, just kind of to fit in or, or to sort of say something or to show that I'm, 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 cool I can handle it you know but I just felt like nothing I was just blank so there are just discussions going on I'm just blank I'm just eating blank no discussion and the same thing with gossip boy the gossip um the it's just like incredible I had no idea what goes on and um and it's the same thing, and it's really tasty, you know, like, it's so tasty. I, I, I confess, I engaged at one point. I didn't ask, but I just, I just went, what? Like, I was just like, Nyah. and the Bible says gossip's so tasty, it's so juicy, so bad for you. Don't engage. So, you know, we've got to be... We've got to be very careful. I couldn't believe how treacherous it was. And I'm like, oh, people in my church, you go out to work like in this every day. You know, I, I don't sort of go to work every day. Obviously, the devil can attack me as well. But I know a lot of you spend all day long with, with people who are in darkness. And so be careful. You can't fit in. You'll never fit unless you go dark. Because, you know, the world hates the darkness. So this is... This is, this is what the Bible says, that for some people, light is very uncomfortable. They don't like it and they won't like you. So you're going to have to decide, do I want to fit in and be dim and be dark so I can fit with them? Or am I going to stay bright, stay in an eternal place and be disliked? Because that's the way it works. This is the verdict that light has come into the world, but people loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. 
Everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest their deeds be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. So you you have to understand that if they don't want the truth, they will hate the light and they'll hate you. And so um, that will happen and you, you won't fit. And that happens to me. That happened to me actually. I got a... I was put into a very weird situation and and it, it was very unpleasant, you know. And so I, I, it was funny because – so I'll tell you the good. That's, that's the bad. That's the darkness. But then, you know, I know that God organises these things, so I'm looking for opportunities. And one of the girls uh, – we went to visit the jail. It was great. You know, we went to Goulburn, so – nice tour we went to visit the jail because I'm like what are you doing Goulburn what's in Goulburn they go there's a jail I said let's go so we went to the, the jail which is not easy to find because they don't sort of like have signs and but anyway we got there and then I'm just walking around this is seriously cool and then my friend says Ruth the camera's following us so we're walking around the outside of the jail and the camera's going and then we stopped and it stopped and I went yep we're being followed and I'm like I'm like, I don't think they have very many visitors here. And she's like, no. Afterwards, she was like, I can't believe Ruth took us to the jail. They were following us. And then the guard came out and he started taking down number plates of all the visitors. And my friend's like, I'm getting out of here. This is ridiculous. So we just quickly got away from the jail. But, so, but while we were there, I heard the conversation in the car of my friend. And she was talking about all the family stuff that was going on. And there was a big discussion. And so then I was able to talk about the concept of forgiveness. I said, well, you know, that... The, the, you know, there was a rift in the family. I said, they have to forgive. They have to forgive one another. There's always these things. She goes, oh, yeah, I know, but da-da-da-da-da. I said, but that's love, isn't it? I said, does the, fa- is the father, does the father, does he love his daughter? And she goes, of course. And I said, well, she can't feel it. She's got to see it because love can be seen. I said, love is patient and love is kind. And she said, wow, that's good. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, and I said... I said, that's, uh, that's from the Bible, actually. She goes, really? Whereabouts? And I go, oh, uh, 1 Corinthians. I can, I can show you where it is. I can give you the, the reference. She said, yeah, can you send it to me? So I sent it to her right then. And then the other girl goes, well, can you send it to me as well? I'm going, sure, I'll send you the reference. So I send them both the reference to 1 Corinthians 13. I said, just Google it. It'll come up. And then I said, let me read it to you. And they go, okay. So I just had this beautiful moment, beautiful And they just sat there and I read 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the whole chapter. I read it with all my heart and it was just beautiful. I could see them just drinking it in, these two girls. And it was just like, oh, God, that's why I did it. That's why I came away, to read 1 Corinthians 13. And they said, and she said, that's beautiful. She said, I'm going to print that out and put it on my fridge. And I said, yeah, that's a good idea. You know, it's just... This is, this is why we go out and shine. This is why we, we love the world because it's just, it's just so beautiful to be able to do that. And that's what God has called all of us to, to, to find these opportunities. And sometimes, you know, they get saved. Like Linda, Linda just prayed with a man on the phone. said, do you want to pray with me? Do you want to ask Jesus into your heart? Sometimes you're just shining, there's seed sowing. There's all, it's, it's all it's all different. We, it's all we just follow the Holy Spirit. It's, a, it's an adventure. But in all of this, he says right at the beginning there, and that when I read there, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. So they see you. They see you shining. They see you 
<laughs> we talked about forgiveness and then I had to really forgive the coach actually. I had to super forgive her and they saw the whole thing and they knew I had to forgive her. And I, it was like, oh man, that was tough. So I, and I just had to go out and, and forgive and then, and they watched me go through, watching me. They saw the whole thing because I was upset and they were watching me, these two girls, because I've been talking about forgiveness and love and now I'm all of a sudden I'm like, oh great, now I've got to forgive someone, which, you know. <laughs> You always have to do what you preach, don't you? It's very annoying. <laughs> but anyway, so I did. They, 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 they said, let's go to the mount, let's go to the lookout. So they knew. They kind of parked over there and then I went and prayed and forgave. And I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm fine. So then they came up and they go, are you okay? And I go, I'm fine. I'm just, just forgive her. It's fine. They go, yeah, well, we were kind of thinking that because, you know, forgiveness. And I went, I know, I know. So they were, they were watching me to see, you know, and they do. They watch us. They want to see your good works. Whatever that good work is, they need to see it, whether it's uh, temperance or, or diligence or industry or patience or kindness or honesty at work, faithfulness. They're all that God has called us to, these are the good works that they will see and they are watching and they will see and they will be inspired by those good works to bring glory to God. And the greatest glory that anyone can bring to God is to give him your heart and say, I'm yours. And that's, that's our, our purpose in all of this, that we shine, we show people God's goodness that is in us, that, that they see in us. It must be seen. We mustn't look just like the world. We are evidently different, evidently more beautiful in character and in, in, in all that we are. They see that and they, they want that. That's the goal. They want that. I always remember a, a friend that I met and I was talking to her and uh, – and we were at a very fancy, we were at government house. It was a very fancy thing and we were chatting away and she, she knew a little of me and what I do and things and we just chatted. And then, and then I left. I didn't get to say anything to her, particularly about Jesus, just, just normal life. And later a friend told me, oh, did you see this girl, Melissa, her name was? I said, yeah. She said, she said that she met you and she said she talked about you and I, I knew her as well. I went, oh, that's fun. She said, she said, when she walked out of the room, I just wanted to follow her. I'm like, oh, that's good. That's what we want. She just she said she she said this to another friend. She said, I just I just wanted to follow her. And of course that's not me she wants to follow. She wants to follow Jesus. She wants that light. That's what people want. So they we want to bring glory to God. So let's let's be those people. Let's determine to bring glory to God. Everyone today, let's determine we're going to shine. Arise, rise up, church, and shine shine that nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Hallelujah. Come on, let's pray. We hope you've enjoyed this week's sermon. For more information or to contact us, visit c3church.narara.net.